Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome all around the world. Merry Christmas to you. It's Christmas season. And good morning on our SoundCloud as well. Thank you for tuning in on our podcast at Word at the Ranch. Yeah, I'll have my Bible. That's a great idea. <laughs> Bless you guys. Thank you so much. We love you all. And Merry Christmas. And you know, Mass means celebration. And Christ means the Anointed One and His anointing. So we're celebrating the Anointed One, celebrating the Anointed One and His anointing this Christmas. Amen forever. That's just what Christmas means. The celebration of the Anointed One. So all praise and honor go to Jesus this Christmas. And I love telling people, Merry Christmas. How about you? <laughs> it's just great to get Christ into people. Amen? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Celebration of Jesus. Happy holidays. Sure, happy holidays too. I tell people that. But Merry Christmas. That's the precipice, right? I mean, he divided all time for all men for all time. <laughs> There's A.D. and B.C., right? He divided time. The reason we have time is because of Jesus. The reason we have breath is because of Jesus. He created every man that enters into the earth. He lighteth every man. So praise God. Jesus is the foreman, the creator-in-chief. Praise God, and we get to celebrate him this month. Hallelujah. Amen. Samuel's birthday is on the 9th, so we're just going one big celebration. Amen. I'm so glad God gave me Samuel to buddy up with me. I already told him this year, I said, I said, Clarissa, your mom's taking me on a surprise trip for my birthday, but you want to go to Meetable Times with me? <laughs> I've been going to Meetable Times for like 40 years, but this is the first year. I broke it. Didn't go to, <laughs> didn't go to Medieval Times. But I'm already sowing that seed <laughs> into Samuel now. Want to go to Meetable Times? It's the greatest place to celebrate your birthday. The Knights of the Round Table. Hey, you can become a knight. That's a great first job. Just sowing seeds. Amen. <laughs> We love you guys. Hey, the Spirit's here. The Spirit of joy is here this morning. Raise your hand if you're joyful and you're happy. Every hand went up online. Praise God. Jesus will make you joyful. Jesus will make you happy. We always have a smile on our faces because of the Prince of Joy himself, the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And he is the reason for the season. I'm Elisha Mananzi. I approve this message. Amen forever. How many of you, now no lying in church. <laughs> Ready? Can I have a preface how many of you read 1 John this week? <laughs> Thank you for not lying. We're blessed for not lying. Amen. And those of you who read 1 John this week, double blessings upon you. <laughs> okay. We were studying 1 John. We're going to go into it today again. Okay. But 1 John, John, the disciple of Jesus, who was the youngest, had the greatest revelation of love out of all the disciples. So when you read Big John and Little John, 1 John, 2 John and 3 John, and the Gospel of John, it's the love of God will come on you. He was anointed in the love of God. He referred to himself as Jesus' beloved. I'm his beloved. And that's how you should refer to yourself. I'm his beloved. You know, God heals you because he loves you. He created you to love you. He prospers you because he loves you. Amen? It all comes from love himself. He is love. So... When we read 1 John and the Gospel of John, it just comes on that anointing that was in him, that revelation of the love of God will come on you as well. And that is a huge thing to know in these last days and as a Christian, his beloved, which, which you are. To know the love of God. To believe the love of God. But to know the love of God. To know it. It's a great thing. You know, scholars say they tried uh, throwing John into a vat of oil to kill him. 
at an old age. And he escaped that, just like Daniel in the lion's den escaped the flames. And they could not kill that man. It did not harm him whatsoever, and he kept on living. And it was because of his great revelation of love. If you know the love of God, ain't nothing can kill you either. Nothing can steal from you, nothing can kill you, and nothing can destroy you once you come into the revelation of how much God loves me. You'll never have a problem in your life if you have the revelation of love, just like John did. I mean, test trials come, but you don't have to stay in them. You can overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of His testimony. Amen forever. And it's the love of God. There's so many scriptures that say we are rooted and grounded in love. So if you feel flighty, if you feel shaken, or by every wind of doctrine that's trying to come your way, or the news media, or the economy, or the government, or the non-government, <laughs> you rooted and grounded in love. You'll be fixed all the days of your life in Him. And what a great place to grow up in. In the love of God and in the truth of His love. <laughs> you talk about love and you just get happy. You know, when you talk about love, the first fruit of your born-again nature, God Himself, the fruits of your spirit start rising up when you talk about love. Joy is right here. Peace is right here now. All the fruits of your spirit start rising up when you talk about love. Amen. Every other fruit of your spirit came through love. Every other fruit's there. Who you really are came through love Himself when He entered you. And now we're God inside-minded. Love inside-minded. I don't care what's going on around me. I don't even care what's going on in my head sometimes. I am love inside-minded. I'm rooted and grounded in love himself. Nothing can sway me or shake me today. I know where I'm headed. I know where I've been planted. I know where I stand. On the rock of love himself. What a blessing to know the love of God. That surpasses all comprehension and knowledge. Okay, so go there with me, little John, if you will. And that's in the back of the book, 1 John. And we'll start here. And Holy Spirit, I just thank you for speaking through my lips today. Give everyone a touch. We don't waste time, and neither do you. You are a conservative. So we sow our time to you today. And we expect a hundredfold return, as your word says. We sow time. We sow effort. We sow finances. We sow love. We sow it to you today and offer it as a seed before you at church on Sunday. And we thank you for a 30, 60, and 100-fold return that we cannot give you. Thank you for blessing us. For with every act of obedience comes blessings, and we receive those blessings now to bless you with, to bless you better and to bless you more with. We cannot give you, we know, but we bless you today, Father. We take time to bless you, to worship you, to cry out to you, to love on you this Christmas. Thank you for sending your best, for sending your son to die for us. We give you all the praises that the word became flesh and dwelt among us and makes us whole, healthy, healed, and delivered that we have a Savior in the word of God, in one Jesus Christ. We give you praises, word of the living God. We welcome you into this service. Speak through my lips. We come against any care, any distraction, any outside force of any kind in Jesus' precious name. We come against any spirit of infirmity that would endeavor to try to cripple your body or to hold you down in Jesus' precious name. And we bless you, Father. You're the God who's more than enough. You're the God of Abraham and you are 
You are El Shaddai, not El Chippo. And Father, we thank you for blessings upon blessings. And though our beginning was small, our latter end shall be great. As we take time for you and to sow into the lives of us. We bless you, Father. I thank you for healing from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet today. We give you all the glory and the praises that that healing anointing lives big in each one of us. And we call it up, rise, rise up to the surface now. From the soles of our feet up to the top of our heads. That anointing oil has been poured upon us through Christ, the anointed one. And we reverence you and give you honor for it. We are your chosen and we are your anointed vessels and instruments, purified and cleansed for the Father's use. Thank you for your healing touch. We cast down all worry, all trouble, all problems in Jesus' name. We use our faith to overcome the world in every circumstance right now. And we bless you for doing it, Father. Lord Jesus, I thank you for moving amongst the candlesticks today. You are the God of creation, you're the God of the church, and you're the head of the church. We thank you, Father, that one touch and one word in season can change our bodies, our minds, and our lives forever, including the lives of others. Thank you for ministering to us today as we have ministered to you. We bless you. We bless every family. We bless every marriage under the sound of our voice for the best marriages they've ever had in 2023. 2023, as good as it can be. Say that with me. 2023, as good as it can be. Spirit of infirmity, we curse you. We kill you now in Jesus' precious name. I thank you for healing in the sinuses. I thank you for healing in the sinuses. <laughs> There's no sin among us. No sinus issues. No sin among us. We've been cleansed. Hallelujah. Thank you for your healing power. Speak to the endocrine system in Jesus' name. To line up now, every gland, get in line with the holy written word. By his stripes, you are healed. Thank you for your healing power and your healing covenant that blankets us and covers us to comfort us. We give you all the glory, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in our midst. Love you, sir. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for that spirit of entrepreneurship that's rising up in your body, Lord, for new business ideas, ministry ideas, and ways to move forward with in all of your people this year. It's unanimous. Everyone I talk to has that in their heart. So, Father, we thank you. And we birth that in the spirit right now. Just pray in the spirit. And we call those things to pass that be not as though they are now. We birth new businesses now, new witty inventions to rise up, new creations to take place on the earth, new books, new novels, new ideas, new movies, new music, new creative endeavors in art. We bless you, Father, that you're the artist himself and has placed that gift in everyone in creative ways. We tap into it this morning and through praying in the Holy Spirit, we tap into what's inside of us. And it won't be long now, saith the Lord. Things are going to happen so fast your head swims. One thing fast on the heels of the other, you won't be able to keep up. Praise God forever. 
Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. This is the year, and still is the year of the open hand of God. It ain't over yet. Keep on believing. Press on in before this year ends. And see what God will do for you. Sayeth the Lord. Bless you, Lord. We keep pressing in for more. More of you. More to be a blessing with. Take us higher than we've ever been. Let us shine as lights on the hill. More than ever. We pray for our surrounding area in Jesus' name that they may come to see the light. We intercede for the lost in our area. And we claim their salvation and bind the devil in this area. And get off our turf. This is our earth. Say that with me. Get off my turf. This is my earth. <laughs> That'll make the devil mad. He don't want you to have your stuff. So we just take it by force. And the forceful taken prophets take the kingdom of God by force. So we thank you, Father. That we stir up the gifts. We stir up the word that's inside of us every day by praying in the Holy Ghost. The gift of other tongues. And Father, we just prepare the way for our apostle of faith. I know he doesn't like being called that, Pastor Art Aragon. But we bless him and we thank you for that word and season and sending him our direction and our way and for that ordination over us in this ministry. We bless him and his wife, Joanne. We thank you for a great Sunday service for them right now as well. They start at the same time we do. So it's just wonderful to know that the people of God are gathering together at a set time every day all over this planet and worshiping God. You know, things just have to get done <laughs> when you do that consecutively. Praise God. So, Father, use us in our area and use us for what you called us to do today. And we open the heavens. We rent the heavens through the word and the blood of the Lamb. And we call down every spiritual blessing that's already been given to us into the possessions of your saints, your sons and daughters. Thank you, Lord, for that rooting and weightedness and groundedness in love right now that's taking place in the Spirit and in our hearts. Whether I just feel a paperweight just sitting in you and just weighing your feet down, concreted into the earth. The weight of His glory and His power streams through His love. Thank you for grounding us. Ground control to Major Tom. <laughs> Just leave you with that. Let's go back right into the word so we don't get through that whole song. <laughs> John Lennon. Hey, we're in the book of John. Praise God. Here we are in First John. Ready? Is everyone ready? Raise your hand if you're ready. The word. The Word became flesh and dwells among us. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, the Word made flesh, Jesus Christ, and our hands have handled Him. <laughs> you can handle Him through the Word, just like they did in the flesh. The Word made flesh, which dwelt among them, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled Concerning the word of life. Jesus the Messiah is the word of life. The life was manifested. And we have seen and bear witness. And declare to you 
that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. How many of you are glad Jesus came down to dwell among men and left the position with his Father in heaven? I'm so glad he did that. <laughs> he fulfilled the word. The life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested to us. What brought Jesus to earth? The Word of God. The prophets brought Jesus to earth. And the prophets and the Word of God will bring Jesus back to earth. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, come. It is written. Amen. Jesus is always on time. Fulfilled 300 prophecies in the Old Testament right on time. Right on schedule. You heard anyone say that? Schedule? There's schedule, then there's schedule. I think that's East Coast, West Coast. I don't know. England, U.S. <laughs> yeah. England, U.S. <laughs> Old English, American. <laughs> right on schedule. <laughs> All right. And truly our fellowship, sorry, that which we have seen and heard we declare to you, verse 3, that you also may have fellowship. Fellowship. You know, Hebrews says you're encompassed about with a great cloud of witnesses right now. The apostles, the disciples, anyone who's in Christ that you loved or knew is watching you. They're witnessing you. We're encompassed about with a great cloud of witnesses witnessing your life, praying for you, speaking the word over you. Isn't it just wonderful to know that you'll never be a day without prayer? That Jesus is praying for you from heaven and he sees all time for all time as it is. He knows what's behind, ahead, and right now for you. <laughs> and he's speaking the word over you. And your loved ones are speaking the word. They're being taught upstairs right now over you. Amen forever. They're still learning upstairs. They're still learning how to pray for you better. <laughs> How to speak more word over you. What's the word for them in season? Amen. Your loved ones are still loved ones. If they're in Christ. Amen. That which we have seen and heard we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. Say full. Say, because of the word that was written to me, my joy overflows. <laughs> Say, the more word I get in me, the more joy flows from me. Amen. <laughs> you want to be happy online, just get more word in you. And joy will overflow from you. This is the message that we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light. The Bible says God is three things throughout scriptures cover to cover. One is God is light, we see here. God is love, we see here, 1 John. John had some revelation going, didn't he? And then God is life, we see here. All three characteristics of God, John the beloved outlines for us. Isn't that amazing? Who referred to himself as his beloved. Beloved. I'm his beloved. This is a fact. God loves you just as much as he loves Jesus. He sent Jesus to die for you. If you were the only one on earth, 
in Adam's transgression after him, God still would have sent his son for you to redeem you. Therefore, we know the love. Believe the love, but now we know the love. He believed on his son and received him, but now you know the love, right? After he came in, you just know that you know the agape love of God. Amen forever. Oh, that's a good, good teaching. I'll get into that. But when, when Peter denied Jesus thrice, and um, Jesus came back to him, remember, and said, Peter, do you love me? He started, that word love there means agape love. That's the God kind of love. And Peter answered with another word for love that wasn't agape. It was a lower form of love. He said, you know that I love you. Yes, Lord. He said, feed my sheep. Then he asked him again. Peter, do you love me? Went down to his level and brought Peter up and restored Peter through those three confessions of his love for him. Three denials, three confessions, completely restored. 3,000 were brought to the Lord in one day through Peter. The shadow of Peter passing by healed the sick. Completely restored and anointed through three confessions of faith. Brought him from his level of love, his final confession, up to the agape kind of love. You know that I love you, that I'll lay down my life just as you laid it down for me. I just love that that Jesus met him where he was and completely restored him and brought him up to his level of love. And that's when we see Peter move. Praise God, that revelation of love. And John the, John the Beloved had it. Amen. Praise God forever. This is the message we've heard from him and declare to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. So if you eat the dark meat of the turkey, you're sinning. <laughs> if we say... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Make sure you're awake. And in him, the dark meat's the most tender, though. <laughs> hey, those who are forgiven much, love much. <laughs> if we say that we have fellowship with him... <laughs> just say that again. In him is no darkness at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got you all with food. It's the holidays. <laughs> In him is no darkness at all. Praise God. He is light. It's just who he is. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie to ourselves. And that's the worst kind of lie is self-deception. The worst kind of deception there is is self-deception. Denial is self-deception. Don't be denied. Rejoice. Be set free. Amen? God will handle it. <laughs> All right. So much to teach on. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie to ourselves and do not practice the truth. We're not doers of the word. We're not walking in the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he, Jesus, is in the light, which you've now been seated in him. Now you're permanently above the light line. You're in light himself. We have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all, say all, 
all sin, past, present, future. There's no time with Him. There's no time in the Spirit. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves against self-denial, self-deception, and the truth is not in us. The truth will purge and cleanse you of all sin. If we confess our sins, as you're in the Word, the Word will bring sin to your attention. That's my favorite prayer in the Bible, David's prayer. Search me, God. Know me. Try my heart and see if there be any evil way. Denise knows it. And lead me in the way everlasting. It's a constant searching to live a cleansed life. Amen. A life in love. Search me, Lord. See if there was any fence that tried contaminating my heart today. Cleanse me, Holy Spirit. Search me out. Purify me. That I can continue to walk in love all the days of my life. Just like John the Beloved. Just like John the Baptist. Just like... <laughs> I was going to say John Lennon, but... <laughs> no! Continuing on. We have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son. Cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. That word are was added there. It's not your sin. It's just man's transgression. Sin came upon all men through Adam. That's just sins there. Just to forgive us sins. Sin is synonymous with Satan, who was the original sinner. If it wasn't for Satan, there'd be no sin. Amen. He's the author and originator of sin. And he passed it to man, unfortunately. So it's not your sin. It's sin there. The King James translate is added are. But don't own sin. It's not yours to own. Amen? You have, no, you have authority over sin. And you have no fellowship with sin, he says. So it's not yours. Just like sickness isn't yours to take. Don't, don't name your infirmity as mine. I am suffering. Mm, you just attached your name with it. Don't claim it as yours. He himself took our infirmities. I don't even add our. They added that. That's not mine. He himself took infirmities and bore not our sicknesses, sicknesses and diseases forever. So don't attach yourself with it. Amen. Praise God. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So as the word searches you, it can bring up any hidden transgression that you now confess and now you're washed and cleansed again. Praise God forever. Search me, Word. Show me if there's any hidden sin. And lead me in the way everlasting. My little children, chapter 2. Sorry, verse 10 first. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but also for the whole world. The world has a Savior, and if they're continuing to living in sin, they just haven't received him yet. To set them free from sin and to put them over sin, and to give them dominion over sin, because Jesus has dominion over the devil. And when you receive Jesus, he gives you dominion over the devil over Satan and sin. Say, sin has no dominion over me. I have dominion over it. I've been placed over Satan. 
the original sinner. Amen forever. <laughs> My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. We have an advocate and he's the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now by this we know, say we know. By this we know. What a great place to be in life is to live through knowing. Not thinking, not wondering, not questioning, but knowing. That you know, that you know, that you know that you're in Him. That you're saved. That you're born again. That your sins have been forgiven and set free. And now you're sin free. <laughs> the righteousness of God in Christ. Well, that ought to put a spring in your step. To know you're sin free. Praise God forever. Because of Jesus, who overcame all sin for all time for all men. What a weight lifted off your and mine shoulders. That you don't have to carry sin from your past anymore. That you don't have to carry it upon your shoulders, any weight or hindrance or bondage or slavery of any kind. That you're free from Satan. Free from the grips of sin himself. Free from the works of the devil. Ha 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 ha. Praise God forever. No sin, no sickness. That's what Jesus said. Your sins are forgiven you. And he walked. And he got up and walked. Because he knew his sins were forgiven. His heart was dealt with first. And then his body. It's a heart issue. Our sins are forgiven. I'm free and free indeed. Hey, I feel great. <laughs> it comes from the inside out. Hey, I'm thinking big now. I'm thinking just like Jesus, who knows my sins are forgiven because he died for them. I'm thinking just like the Father, who knows my sins are forgiven because he sent his best. Amen forever. Your sins are forgiven you. You're cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. You're righteous. You're established in Him, through Him, through Him. <laughs> oh, aren't you glad for Jesus, who set you free? Amen. Praise God. No sin, no lack. He starts with the heart of man. That's the full gospel. He forgave your sins. He healed your sicknesses. And he wiped out your lack. The full gospel. Full redemption from the curse. That came upon man in the garden. Amen. Now by this we know that we know him. I love that verse. That we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments. He who says I know him. And does not keep his commandments. Or walk in them walk in the light, be doers of the light, is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, whoever keeps his word, not just reads it once a year on Christmas, but whoever keeps it, keeps his word truly, say truly, truly the love of God is perfected in him. The keeper of his word. And Jesus said that, you must abide in my word. You abide in my word, you abide in me, you abide in the Father, which is love himself. Abide in me. Abide in my word. Abide in love. Amen. Whoever keeps his word, whoever, truly the love of God is perfected in him. 
The most spiritual person on the planet is not the one who does the most praying or the most chanting wherever you're at in the world. <laughs> or the most alms. <laughs> or the biggest person in poverty, which is still under the curse, which the church taught was holy. That's the spirit of Antichrist. But the most spiritual person on earth is the biggest lover. God is a spirit, and God is love. And he's the biggest spirit there is. So the most spiritual person you'll ever meet is the one who loves the most. That's spirit. That's truth. And those who worship the Father must worship him in spirit and in truth, in love itself. That's true worship. A heart of love. Amen. Whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected. Perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk. So you can't just talk the talk. You've got to walk the walk. <laughs> ought himself also to walk just as he walked. This is a whole book on love. He's referring to love here. In love. Just as he walked in love. You can't do a work of love without walking in love. You can't do a work of Father who is love without walking in love. All his works stem through his love. You prophesy for someone, that's an act of love. You're connected to love. That's a work and labor of love, building someone up. As true prophecy is, 1 Corinthians. Encourage, exhort, and edify. Every word of prophecy will always do that, according to the Bible. True prophecy. Love himself is flowing through you. Building someone up is love himself flowing through you. Encouraging someone instead of condemning someone is love flowing through you. That's a work of love. That's just how Jesus walked. All the days of his life on earth, he did not give place to offense. They were trying to throw him off cliffs. They were trying to stone him. He still didn't give place to offense. He kept his commandment of love. And if Paul the Apostle, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, said, I finished my course, that means he kept the law of love until the end. And they couldn't kill him either. And they couldn't kill John who wrote this because of the commandment of love. They walked in it. They lived it. They lived out their life in love in him. And so do we. Say, I'm the biggest lover this world's ever seen. Now look at your neighbor and point to them and say, you're the biggest lover I have ever seen. Say, I love you. <laughs> I mean it. You've got to keep confessing how much you love people. Keep your confession going. I say that every day. I love the world. I love every person. God, thank you. I just love human beings. I say that every day. I love people. I love people. And I do everywhere we go. I'm eager to meet someone new every day. Who's the Lord going to send our way? Clarissa took me to Las Vegas for my birthday, surprised me with a flight there to take me out to dinner at a nice restaurant, a really nice one. It was great. Best dessert I've ever had. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> and um, we were supposed to fly back that night. Our flight got delayed. And then so I said, can we spend the night? 
The grandparents have their kids. Hundredfold of the grandparents, Lord. Please. We're kidless. We're free. <laughs> so I said, yeah, and I booked us a hotel right down the street. Got in. And the girl who picked us up, I'm so glad we decided to stay and not fly back that night. Instead, we booked a hotel, spent the night, and then because there were no convenient flights, I rented a convertible Camaro and drove back in three and a half hours. <laughs> Got back yesterday, had a dinner party for 30 in Kodo, and here we are today. <laughs> God moves fast. You know, if Elijah can outrun a chariot, hey, so can I. <laughs> but I booked that hotel, and I'm so glad we stayed the night because the, the woman who hopefully is watching tonight, did it go off? I may be out of juice. Hold on. I have a backup. I have two backups. It's good to be prepared, right? Hello, hello, hello. Is it back? Yeah. So the girl who picked us up, whose name's Lisa, I think it's our first partner in Las Vegas. She picked us up and took us to our hotel. Spirit-filled black woman picked us up. She said, I could just see the love on you both. I was hoping it was you. <laughs> Pulled up. We got in. Oh, man. The spirit hit Las Vegas. Tears of joy. Gave her a hundred bucks, just as a tip. Blessed her. And she just started crying. And, and I, had, I said, I know you're a prayer warrior. And you have healing hands. You could tell. She said, boy, the Lord's showing you everything. <laughs> and I said, pray for us, will you? And she did, after we laid hands and prayed on her. And what a marvelous time, going down the strip, Sin City, in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> we walked into that hotel shining and beaming and smiling at one another. <laughs> Come to find out, Clarissa prayed for that occasion. And said, Lord, give, give Eli someone to minister on his 40th birthday. I know he'll want to. And the Lord sent Lisa our first partner in Las Vegas. Praise God forevermore. And she said, I just want to know someone's praying for me out here because the Lord planted me here. And before we left, the Lord had me turn back as we entered the hotel and I said, Lisa, you'll never be a day without prayer. Divine connection. She was praying for us. Clarissa was praying for her. Amen forever. And God met us. What a blessing. That made the trip. For me, you know, it's an awesome trip. But when God shows up and the Holy Spirit's allowed to move, she says, I know I just need to be a light in the darkness. The Lord has me here. I said, yes, he does. Praise God for you to be picked up by a spirit-filled Christian warrior in Las Vegas. Amen forever. Hallelujah. By this we know. And he walked just as he worked, walked in verse 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you. Just keep this one, he says. But an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. And this gets a little jumbled here. <laughs> I wish it was a little more straight here. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Which thing is true in him and in you. That's love. Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. Say that with me. Let's prophesy that over the earth. The darkness is passing away because the true light is already shining. And He's shining through us. 
Amen. Every client I've ever had through the business, I've seen progressively get better. Amen forever. I've seen change in them. I haven't. There's some I haven't spoken a word to. I haven't ministered a word to. But just the light being in their life dissipates the darkness and exposes things. Amen forever. And they change because of the light. Amen forever. God's so good. You're rubbing off on somebody. <laughs> You're actually rubbing off on everybody. So watch who you get close to. <laughs> Amen forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. Again, a new commandment I write to you. Each thing is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother. Ooh, this is a powerful word of admonition and correction here for somebody, somewhere, to the church. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. They say they're in the light, but where's the love? No love walk, no light. No life. They say they're in the, there's even preachers who haven't received Christ. I heard Billy Graham speaking on it in the Camaro on the way home from Las Vegas. Thank God for Sirius XM Radio, the Billy Graham channel. <laughs> Billy Graham 24-7. It was wonderful. I love those old messages. <laughs> but he who hates his brother is still in darkness. Which means if you're still in unforgiveness or offense, you're not in the light. You ain't going to get blessed in the dark. <laughs> you're going to get blessed in the light. So just come up higher and into your love walk and commandment and live like Jesus did. A king on this earth. Amen. Praise God. Ah, he who says he's in the light and hates his brother is in darkness right now. He who loves his brother lives in the light. That's the key. He who loves his brother lives in the light. And there is no cause for stumbling in that man or woman. You'll see clearly all the days of your life how to go around the pitfalls of the enemy or the distractions or the roadblocks or how to just simply step out over that stone. For you shall not dash your foot against it. You're living in the light. You're living in love. You see clearly now. Ah, things are so much better up here in the love life, in my commandment, in the light line. <laughs> I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I don't eat dark meat at Christmas anymore. The Lord's been having me sing more and more each service. Have you noticed that? Little jingles? It's because it's in all of us. Y'all got good voices. Some should sing in the shower, some more in public, but y'all got good voices. Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Just use it. Keep on using it. Just perfect it in the shower and bring it out into the light. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? <laughs> He who loves his brother lives in the light and there's no cause for stumbling in him. No sin can hold you down if you continue to walk and live in love. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in that darkness and does not know where he is going 
Because the darkness has blinded his eyes. It's even hard for these people to plan their next year. It's hard for these people to write down goals and dreams because they have no idea where they're at it. They have no focus. There's no aim because they're not in love himself. And they're not walking in him. They can't see where they're headed. Therefore, how can they plan for 2023 if they have no idea where they're going? It's a love issue to help them see better so that you can write out your goals and dreams for 2023 and obtain them. Amen. 2023, as good as it can be. You just stay in love. Stay in the Father. Stay in the Son. Stay in the Word of the living God. Love Himself. And He's going to see you right through to the other side. To the side where you're winning and you win. We're doing victory in love Himself. Praise God forever. Should we wrap up here? Yeah, let's stop. Praise you, Jesus. Let's just give Him some praises. Father, we bless you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you that you're love himself. And we just receive your love. It's the year of the open hand of God. We open our hands to you right now. And receive a fresh dose of the spirit of love himself. Father God, fill us fresh today, Holy Spirit. Wish we had an organ playing right now in the background. <laughs> Woo! Shake that house. Shake down all sin. Shake down all transgression through love, Father, now. <laughs> there it is. Come on in. Explore us. Know us. Let us be more intimate with you. Open up every door. Any dark area that needs revealing. Open it up through your love right now. Holy Spirit, come in fresh. Come in in a big way. Help us love like you do. Your perfect love. Let us draw close to you. Thank you for making the time for it. For us to draw closer than we've ever been before. This new year. Full speed ahead in you. The fullness of love. Equals the fullness of blessing. Cleanse us. From any ill will any malice, any hate, any variance, any unforgiveness, any area of offense, any strife, any condemnation, cleanse, cleanse. Any fear, any unforgiveness, I can let him go. I trust you. I fear not. I let him in. Thank you. I trust you. I lean not on my own understanding. Yeah, they'll change. I don't have to change them. I give them to you. I trust you. I let go of them. Your hands are so much bigger than mine. Your ways are higher than mine. Your thoughts are higher. Thank you for thinking good things over them. I bless them. I bless him. I bless her. Thank you for them. They're called of God. They've been chosen like I have. I place the hand of my protection upon them and plead the anointing oil upon their heads. Then no weapon formed against them shall prosper. No harm shall come near their bodies. Nothing shall by any means hurt them. Get them back in love. 
Thank you. Ministering spirits, go forth. Nudge them into you. Nudge them into the Holy Ghost. Nudge them into his glory and power, which operate through his love. We bless them, and we thank you for them, and we claim their total salvations in Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 We love you guys. It's tithe and offering time. Thank you for all of your support. <laughs> I, I tried to cry at least once a month in gratitude. When I lived with my parents, I'd cry every month. Thank you for my parents. Every day, I thank God for something. But thank you for you and your faithful support. We love you guys. I love who God puts together. He knows our hearts. He knows who we're supposed to partner with to reap maximum benefits from. I have something you don't have, and you have something I don't have. The same with the person sitting next to you. We're better together. Amen. It's called the partnership exchange. Praise God. Philippians is Paul's partner letter. And he promised to his partners who partnered with his ministry that my God, Paul had all his needs met, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You know, the devil would have you highlight the needs in that verse. But you should highlight his glory in that verse according to his riches in glory. That'll keep your thoughts up higher than your needs. So don't focus on the needs in that verse. My God shall meet all my needs. Focus on his glory. His glory is what's going to meet your needs. So just switch your focus from your needs to his glory. And where his glory is, there's no need. <laughs> where his glory is, there's no lack. There's no sickness and disease. There's no sin where his glory is. <laughs> so let's just focus on him. And that's what worship does. It puts us in his glory. We're, we're switching our focus off us and putting it on our creator who created us and everything. Thank you, Father, for your glory. We bless you today. We thank you for tithes and offerings. And the Lord instructed me to read this today. I love to teach on the tithe because it's our benefit package that the devil doesn't want to know you have if you're a tither. But say, I have tithing rights. Have tithing now, rights. devil, get. <laughs> you're rebuked for my sake. In Jesus' name. Say, I put my faith in my seed today. My time, my gas money, my effort, my money, my seed, my faith. I release it in Jesus' name for a hundredfold harvest and return. I believe that what I'm believing for, what I'm sowing this seed for, is coming to pass to me now. It's coming to me now. I release my faith and I take the kingdom by force. This is the force that takes the kingdom, even our faith. Malachi, the Italian prophet, says in Malachi 3, <laughs> he was Jewish. He could have been a Jewish Italian, right? There's a lot of those. They're the ones who control the mafia, the Jewish Italians. Watch out for those ones. 
That's right. I got it. That's right. That's right. They control the distribution of music. They started Chase Manhattan Bank. They moved out of Vegas. They've now moved on. They're mostly in Sicily now. Amen. <laughs> Just some stats here. How do you know? I'm Italian. It's in the blood. Jesus shows me these things. <laughs> Will the man rob God? Yet you've robbed me. But you say, in what ways have we robbed you, God? In tithes and offerings. Say, he ain't speaking to me. <laughs> this ain't me he's talking to. They are cursed with a curse, for they've robbed me, even this whole nation who doesn't honor me. But, verse 10, these are instructions to reverse that curse. To reverse the curse financially, you'll have to do this. This is what this means. The curse of lack was rebuked and revoked in our lives when we started tithing. Amen. It's rebuked for your sake. The curse. Amen. These are tithers' rights. He says, bring all the tithes, that's 10%, a dime on every dollar. Bring all the tithes into my storehouse, that's your local church and where you're getting fed. The one thing I hate about online, the new online thing, is that people can't get hands laid on them. They can't get under the anointing. I mean, are you going to really call a big minister for prayer? They're too busy. No, you call a pastor who lives next to you, right? To come pray for you. It says, call for the elders of church, that they may lay hands on you, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, heal the sick, and if they've committed any sins, it shall be forgiven them. See sickness and sin hand in hand there again? But that's what a pastor's for. That's what the church is for. Your local storehouse. Bring all the tithes into my storehouse, that there may be food in my house. That's meat to move with. Meat to go preach the gospel with. Meat to expand with. Amen? Meat to give with. Meet to give to orphans with. Meet to sow, amen? The local church who should be taking care of the orphans and the elderly and the widows, amen? That's just two reasons we've partnered with Barbara White and Marilyn Neubauer. Because in my mind, they're, they're widows. But they're not. But, but they're not. <laughs> but they are! <laughs> I just see a female minister who, without a husband... And I just want to bless them. I mean, that's a good cause. Amen. And to support them. That's a great thing to do. So praise God forever. Bring all the tithes into my storehouse that there may be meat in my house and try me now in this. Just circle that. Highlight that if you have that. Just remember that verse. Try me now. Try me now in this. The only verse God asks you to try him in is in your tithe. So that's what I do. I take him at his word and I try him now in this. I try you in my tithes. You're going to do what you said. It's written. Says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven, this is the promise we're supposed to believe for and try him in. Is this end result? If I, God, will not open for you, say me, the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Meaning you're going to have to sow it. You're going to have to spread it around. You can't contain it for just you. I wish the world knew that who have billions of dollars. It's not just for you, man. <laughs> you're supposed to keep it moving. Stop living in poverty with billions. And you can live in the blessing and live to give. Why live under the curse? 
See, there's people with billions who don't tithe and are still under the curse of poverty who can't give a dime. That's fear. If you can't let go of something, it has you. You don't have it. That's fear-based. This is faith-based. Living to give is faith, right? It takes faith. That what I sow, I know through the Word, more is coming back. And I triumph, and He proves Himself strong. And I triumph, and He proves Himself stronger. And stronger. Because I'm trying Him with more and more. As He increases us more and more. What a blessing. Amen. Praise God. We can now give Him. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, heaven's armies. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke Satan, the sick one, the thief, the impoverished one, the sinner. I will rebuke the thief, the devourer, for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruits of your ground. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Meaning my business and the ministry will always be blessed and fruitful. And I'll always see fruit from it because I'm a tither. I'll always see fruit from my life because I'm a tither. It's visible to me. I see it. I try him in it and he gives me more to see. More to do. More to live with. More to be a blessing with. It's not for you. And it ain't for me. It's for God. It's all His stuff anyway. And He wants to give you richly all things to enjoy. So you should enjoy what you do have for you. But you shouldn't enjoy His 10%. That's His. It belongs to Him. Then He gives you 90 to do what you want with. Amen? And if you'll be faithful to give Him His 10 all the time, He'll be faithful to give you the 90 all the time. And increase it more and more and more. I don't care what your job is. The tithe will put you over your salary. <laughs> good measure. Pressed down. I told Carissa that the other day. I found out Jesus is a baker too. Not only a good chef, but a baker. He not only broiled fish for his disciples. Good measure. That's flour. Pressed down. Just think about filling a cup of brown sugar. Measuring that out. You know there's always room for more sugar, right? If you press it down. <laughs> press down. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. <laughs> Running over with a rolling pin. <laughs> Jesus is a baker. He is the bread of life. <laughs> this tells me Jesus likes to eat upstairs still. I think they're well fed up there. How about you? Amen forever. That did me much good when I found out that, that Jesus is a chef, and now I know Jesus is a baker. And I know we have a good business. Stamped, steal, and approved by Jesus. He said, eat of me. I'm the bread of life. He gave him bread to represent his body. I wonder if he made it fresh. Anyway, moving on. I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail, fail, to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of heaven's armies, and all nations will call you blessed. Blessed. 
You know, I've, I've been around clients with a lot more money than I have, but they still look at me as blessed because they don't have the blessing yet. They can see it on you. Amen forever. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. We did a, a, a party for one client and our helper came to me and said, I wonder how much wealth is in this place right now. Because there were a lot of them. And I, in my heart, I, I didn't answer, but wealth's a Bible word. And if they're sinners, it's not wealth. It only becomes wealth when you have it. That's a Bible word, wealth. There's no wealth there. There's no investment. There's no blessing there. It's just temporary. It becomes wealth when the blessed have it. That's wealth. That's a strong word, wealth. It's a heavy word. It carries his goodness in there. It's a God word, wealth. Poverty is a satanic word. It's not a God word. Wealth is a God word. So God not only died to give you his wealth as a steward, he sent his son to die to give it to you, but he needs you wealthy. It's not only a want, it's a requirement in the kingdom. That's why he instituted the tithe, so that you may remain wealthy all the days of your life. No matter where you live, no matter what job comes and goes, no matter what the economy does, what banks do, this is promised to the tither to keep you wealthy all the days of your life. It's a promise for God that I triumph every time I tithe. And my kids triumph. They know how to tithe. I hope they're trying him. Because he asks you to. It's an open invitation. He says, son and daughter, be sure to release your faith when you give. When you tithe, release your faith. Try me in it. Put all of your faith in it. Put all of your soul and your strength in it. And watch what I will do when you release your faith to me. And money is just a seed. It's neither good or bad. It's neutral. It depends whose hands it in, right? To be determined if it's good or bad. Don't you think God wants it in yours so that it can be good? <laughs> Amen. Not bad. Not used to murder, sell drugs with, create drugs with, to kill people with. That's what they're spending their money on. They're billions. Hugh Hefner has a Boeing 747. But when a pastor gets a plane, watch out. <laughs> God created you to be wealthy. And he instituted the tithe for you to stay wealthy. If only they would have given him that fruit in the garden, Satan would have been rebuked for their sakes. If only they would have tithed what God said was his. Satan would not be here today. He would have been rebuked for their sakes. Go to a different planet. But Adam gave him place. Think about that. The tithe keeps you in financial harmony with heaven. You'll never be a day without if you give God what's his. He'll multiply it. It's that easy. It's just 
to keep you blessed all the days of your life. Amen. God instituted it. It is written. I believe it. I do it. That settles it. Amen, Amen forever. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Say, say, get behind me. Get your hands off my stuff. I rebuke you. So does my father. I'm a tither. Amen. We love you.